You have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make Your Day Count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And I will rejoice and be glad in it. In this day. Yes. I will win the battle yes. to abide in the love of Christ. Hallelujah. I will win the battle to abide, to abide in, in the, the love, love of Christ. Christ. God loves me. John 10.10 10 says that thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus has come so that we could have life and we could have it more, more abundantly. abundantly. I choose to abide in the love of Jesus Christ. That must be our confession, despite what it looks like, despite what it feels like. We must confess boldly from our mouth, I choose to abide in, in the, the love, love of, of Jesus Christ. Christ. He loves me. He loves me. He loves me. There's nothing that we can do to make God love us anymore, and there's nothing that we can do to make God love us any less. He has an unconditional agape love. It is unsearchable beyond human reasoning. There is a love that God has for us that we cannot comprehend in our mind, but we must receive it by the Spirit because the Word of God says so. The Bible says that God is love. In John chapter 15, verse 9, Jesus teaches, As the Father loved me, I have also loved you. Abide in my love. Yes. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. And he will always love you. And we need to let the devil know that. That it doesn't matter how many times I fall. God loves me. And he wants the very best for my life. He wants me to get up. He wants me to confess my faults, my failures. You know, Pastor Diane, there's a scripture says, when Jesus died, on the cross. Here's this powerful thing. Beloved, who listening to me this morning and listening to Pastor Dye, let me just tell you, when he died on the cross, the veil that separates mm -hmm. you and I from God, mm -hmm. <laughs> that veil was torn, mm -hmm. was moved, mm -hmm. and therefore we can now come boldly to the throne mm -hmm. of grace for mercy, man. Mm -hmm. Yes. To obtain mercy, mercy and find grace, grace in our time of need. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Yes. I got to give a big shout out to what? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Come on, we, uh, believers. Make your day, family. Mm -hmm. This is it right there. When he was on that cross, what he did for us, when he died for us, was to remove that separation, that veil, that, 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 that wall of separation between us and the Father. That was moved by his death on the cross. And now we have what? Access, total access to God the Father. We can come. We can come with confidence. Woo. We can come with confidence. We can come right into the presence of God. There's no more separation. We have that access. We can obtain mercy. We can obtain forgiveness. We can obtain pardon. Don't beat yourself up. God loves you. You need to throw your hands up this morning and say, I am the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Yes. He loves me. Mm -hmm. I am the righteousness 
of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Who I feel that. That's Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain Obtain mercy mercy. and find grace to help in time time of of need. need. He loves you Mm -hmm. in the time of Mm -hmm. your need. And we must find grace. Notice how it says we obtain mercy, but we have to find grace. Grace is to be with God. Grace is in the presence of God. When we're with God, we have perpetual grace. Yes. When we are in the operating plan of God and purpose of God, we have perpetual grace. The grace is with God. In John chapter 1, verse uh, 17, it says, For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Yes. So through his love, we have access now to grace. We have access to truth. Yes. The truth that God loves us. He is with us. In Romans chapter 11, it says that the gift that the call of God is irrevocable. It's without repentance. God doesn't feel bad about the calling that he had put on our life just because we may mess up a time or a hundred. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It says that the gifts and the calling are without repentance. They're irrevocable. So God is not walking around feeling bad about the gifts, the calls, the talents that he put on your life. He's looking for a return off of your life. He loves you. Yes. He loves you. We must find grace, Grace. find our place in the word of God. Find grace for the situation because grace comes with the call. A couple weeks ago, we were talking about Noah. It said that Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. He found grace to be able to carry out the, the proclamation that his father made over his life. When Noah's father named him Noah and made a proclamation over his life, Noah found grace with God to be able to carry it out. So we have to we have to get back into the scriptures and see that these people in the Bible, that they were real people. And when we think about Paul, the way he teaches on the power of love throughout the epistles, he had to know that God loved him. And he had to receive the shed blood of Jesus Christ over his conscience from dead works in order to serve the living God because he persecuted and killed a lot of Christians. Yeah, he yeah. did a lot of wickedness against the kingdom of God. But then he goes on in the epistles to teach about the love, to teach about the grace. That's the key. He didn't go through and talk about all his shame, all his regrets. He didn't talk about that he there he was disqualified. He said, no, I'm qualified. I'm appointed by God. I'm chosen through his grace to do the things that I'm, that I'm doing right now. I'm establishing the kingdom of Christ in the earth realm. When Saul was out there before his name was changed to Paul, it was Saul. He was out there killing Christians. Nobody was locking him up. He wasn't going to prison. They weren't coming against him. They were all rejoicing with him. But when he began to proclaim the truth of the word of God, that's when the opposition came. That's when he was being brought and bound, but coming into the prisons, when he was going before the judges, when he was being placed on house arrest and those were the times then that he consecrated that time and he began to write the epistles these long letters of encouragement of which now are chapters here in the bible but they were letters to specific groups of people people that he met along his journey to remind them do not grow weary in your well-doing because if you continue you will reap a harvest he said i'm writing to you to set some things in order i hear that y'all may be going back to your old ways no 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 get turn that crooked path Back straight. Right. Come on. And finish unto completion what God has called you 
to do. So there's grace. Paul had grace to endure the imprisonment. He had grace to put past the shame of his past and to move forward into the upward call of Christ on his life. So we must find grace. And when Noah's father, I was reading this this morning, when Noah's father made that pronunciation in Genesis chapter 5, verse 29, it says, And he called his name Noah, saying, This one will comfort us concerning our work and the toil of our hands because of the ground which the Lord has cursed. It says that his father lived, Noah's father lived 595 years after he had Noah. But Noah didn't begin to do the work. He didn't begin um, for this to actually come to pass until Noah was already 600 years old. So his father died before he saw the fulfillment of it. But it was still fulfilled because the word of God is generational. That's come on from generation to generation. So his father may have not saw it in the physical because the time had not yet come where the, the time period. And then, you know, they were on the ark for a year at least. And a lot of times we don't think of that. We just think they were on the ark. It rained 40 days, 40 yeah, nights, yeah, and then yeah, they yeah, jump yeah, off yeah, the yeah. ark yeah. and there's this new earth. No, they were on there for a year. It says in the, he was 600 second month of his life, the 600th and year and second month of his life. Yeah. Then when they get off, it says the 601 year of Noah's life in the second month, which tells us that they were on the ark for a period of a year and then some. So they were on there for a whole year. And you think about we're coming on the year of the coronavirus COVID-19 and yeah. God has made an ark for us. Yeah. He has made a place of provision for us by his grace we are here. We're alive and yes. well in the state of Florida where we're able to go to school, <laughs> where we're able to conduct our businesses, where, where our churches were never closed right, right. by on. the government yes. in the state of Florida. They recommend, they recommend that you know pastors follow what, what the CDC recommendations and stuff, but there was a never forcefully closed like in other states, where in other states schools are still, parents don't have the choice between right. virtual learning and in-school learning in some states at this time. There's there's um, government ordinances that says people can't sing in church in other states. We have to rejoice for where we are in the leadership in the state of Florida that we have. Hallelujah. Ooh, it's, it's so good. I'll just enjoy that teaching there, mm -hmm. Pastor Diana. I enjoy that teaching on the love of God. And that brings me to John 21, verse 15. God loves me. We are to remind you. You have to be secure in God's love. It's unmovable. Now, let me show you where the problem, the battle is, is to what? Stay in God's mm -hmm. love. Mm -hmm. Satan wants you and I to get out of the love of God. So let me give you a scripture this morning from John 21, verse 15. You want to read that, Pastor Diana? So when they had eaten breakfast, <laughs> Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? <laughs> he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Okay. He said to him, feed my lambs. Yeah. He said it. to him again a second time, <laughs> Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? <laughs> and he, he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, tend my sheep. Yeah. 
And he said to him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? Yes. And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that tomorrow. Mm -hmm. The question is not if God love us. The question is, do we love him? Mm. Mm. The question is not if God loves you and me. The question this morning that we have to truly answer, do we love him? Yeah, and what does that love look like right. in action? <laughs> oh, come on, somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, tomorrow we're going to go we're gonna dive into this thing. Do we love him? Mm-hmm. Do you, uh, 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 do I love God mm-hmm. the way I say I do? Three times. You know, it was, it was particularly, it was important that God, Jesus asked Peter mm-hmm. because he comes back from where? Mm-hmm. He comes back after the resurrection now. And Peter had already what? Deny him. Mm-hmm. Peter denied Christ. And yet Christ is back. Mm-hmm. And asking him, Peter, let me ask you, do you really love me? Like you say you do? Mm-hmm. Do you really love me? Yeah, and if you love me, do something. Oh, come, come on. <laughs> Feed <gonna> my lambs. <laughs> Tend my sheep. Yeah, we're gonna Feed talk, my sheep. We're going to talk about that. Do you really love him this morning? As he loves you. Mm-hmm. Faith on Fire this Saturday, February 20th, February 20th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Faith on Fire, a community revival at Sandpoint Park in Titusville. Everyone is invited. Come on out. Make your day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. He calms the storm so that its waves are still. Hear the sound on WMIE 91.5 FM. When the mountains look so big. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. This is Morning Breath. It's a beautiful Tuesday, February 16th. We're going to be in the Proverbs 10 here in just a minute, but we are glad you've taken time out of your